My name is Eli Lopez. I'm in Elander's fourth period, Round Rock, Texas, and this podcast is airing November 5th. Gentrification is defined as the process of renovating a district so that it conforms with middle or upper class tastes. This process affects many poor residents and ultimately causes the displacement of thousands around the country. Most importantly, it displaces the culture and artists of the area. This is destructive because it art washes the community and takes away from its cultural values. The focus of this podcast today is gentrification and its effects on American culture and society. Gentrification in major cities is widely considered a negative venture as many poor residents are displaced from their neighborhoods to make room for wealthier people and businesses. As more rich people come to take over certain areas, they bring along their culture with it. This means more high-end art galleries and modern and contemporary art, which essentially art washes the culture that previously existed in those neighborhoods. What I want to focus on today specifically is how these changes affect the American zeitgeist and what art and culture would look like now if art from these lower classes were equally represented and not covered up. This issue is important because modern art is perceived as elitist and belonging only to the rich, when in reality, the class divide in America has suppressed not only poor individuals, but their art as well. The first case study we can look at in this topic is New York City's Lower East Side during the mid-70s to 80s. It went through a series of economic and real estate shifts, which slowly made living spaces and apartments less affordable. Many art collaboratives created street art and collections to protest the gentrification happening in their city, and most contained subject matter of natural iconography. Gregory Shillette wrote a piece in the After Image magazine entitled, Nature as an Icon of Urban Resistance, Artists, Gentrification in New York City's Lower East Side, 1979 to 1984. The main purpose of Shillette's essay is to understand why protesting artists use nature as a symbol of their struggles and actions against the government. The Lower East Side of Manhattan in the 70s was a cultural utopia for many as it provided a cheap place of living, pulling many immigrants to America for the promise of the American dream. As landlords began gouging rent prices to make way for higher-end real estate, coalitions like PADD, CoLab, Not For Sale, and many more began street art exhibitions in protest that contained giant octopi, sewer rats, kingfishers, etc. The author attributes the use of this subject matter to the state of the city and how the beauty and monstrosity of nature can be made out of these economic and social shortcomings. We can also look at gentrification on art districts beyond American borders. Teresa Enright writes an essay called Art and Neighborhood Change Beyond the City Center, which focuses on the changes in the art scene of Main Square in Toronto, Canada. It provides insight on the purpose and cultural impact of social gathering spaces in cities, and it answers uh, many questions about how artists get together and change community cultures for better. Enright quotes in her paper, in theories of gentrification in particular, artists are viewed with ambivalence. The arts and artists are key forces of gentrification, instigating successive waves of displacement from central city neighborhoods, yet they are also frequently among the first victims of gentrification. This quote provides insight into the role of the artist in these communities and what it really means to be an artist as a whole. Enright really unpacks this subject in her essay. 
talking about how artists face resistance from the upper and middle class when they're forced to move out when rents get too high. Now we can look at many famous studies of gentrification from LA, like Boyle Heights or Echo Park. But in 2017, Cindy Suarez publishes a story in the NPQ nonprofit quarterly called The Role of Artists in Gentrification, Linking the Art World to Resistance Movements. In her essay, she describes the role of gentrification in neighborhoods and how artists and activists react. She starts by talking about the story of an artist from LA who hangs a crocheted mural in a lower class flea market without the permission of the owners. This sparks outrage from the community because of the push for gentrification in these communities from foreign bodies. This essay continues talking about the state of the art industry throughout the century in America and how things have changed. Before the 70s, there was a huge difference between urban and suburban life. In the suburbs, you saw a lot of white middle and upper class families with very little diversity and few community meeting spaces like parks or town squares. In urban locations like New York, it was the complete opposite. Immigrants were moving in at a large rate at this time, so diversity was very great because living was cheap. Also, there were a lot of community meeting spaces, unlike suburban areas. Around the early 70s, people began to move back into cities as a push against small suburban life. Now, many art students move to cities after graduating because the art industry has become very capitalistic and revolves mostly around marketing. Suarez concludes the essay by calling artists to work together as activists to fight for the rights and well-beings of lower-class citizens in the city. This article is important because it relates to the struggles of activists to the current state of the art industry and how it has changed over time due to gentrification in large areas. Throughout these sources, we can see that gentrification is negatively impacting the art industry in America by art washing poor communities and displacing lower class artists. Art activists and art coalitions are actively doing their part to reverse some of these effects and bring back stability to the communities that were once thriving. But gentrification still remains to be an underlying cause of racism and class division in America. And the art world is a community of higher class and richer people that tend to overshadow and art wash the lower class artists of the world. <laughs>